Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. What's shaking, Red Nation? It is Jerry Renner with another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. And a different kind of episode tonight, not a W-pod, not an L-pod, but a special episode of The Dream Take, our final episode of the 2022 calendar year. And we're going to break it all down from what we saw in the year of our Lord and Savior 2022. And it's it's really difficult sometimes to break down a year when um when when the league is resetting its year halfway through because it's also there's so much that happened in 2022 most of it we don't even really think of because it was last season so there's kind of three separate um there's kind of three separate sections in this 2022 podcast that we're going to go through um the first part is the 21-22 end of the year then it's the off season the draft getting Jabari Smith and the summer league and then you're looking at the third part of the year which has been the first uh half of this current 2022-23 regular season so without further ado let's just get right into it you know it's funny because about this time a year ago of was the infamous Denver loss, and it's kind of a great place to start. That Denver loss at the beginning of the year where uh, Kevin Porter Jr. left the arena, we ended up recording a podcast, I want to say, like that that morning on, like the following morning, like an emergency pod. And it was one of our uh, most listened to episodes for the year. Um, shout out to everyone who has uh taken a listen to the dream take over the past year we truly could not be any more grateful for all of the people that listen to us episode in episode out you know we've had this is our, our definitely our most successful year that we've had to date so that wouldn't be anything without the listeners that we have so super super thankful for all of you and yeah so that that first episode of the year with Kevin Porter leaving the arena um, is our most listened to episode for the whole year. That was the number one episode. It feels like more than a year ago, but it happened in 2022. So that is kind of where this starts. And it's really kind of been a chapter with Kevin Porter that, um, that has really been one of the most, um, I would say, Controversial. I don't want to use the word con- polarizing is probably a better word. I don't necessarily think it's laced in controversy, but it's definitely been polarizing. And I feel like that's one of the biggest, um, it's been one of the biggest uh, talking points of Rockets Red Nation over the course of the year. You know, when is, 
when is Kevin Porter gonna, you know, take another step forward? Is he a point guard? Is he not? And I feel like this moment, uh, was really a knockdown for him. Um, and it really got him started off on the wrong foot for the year. Uh, everyone had been saying in 2021 how, um, you know, they were unsure about him. He was, keep in mind, you know, 2021, just last year, he was in the G League. He was in the G League bubble. And now at the end of 2022, he's out here. He's averaging almost 20 points a game for the Rockets. Um, but again, look, the Rockets, if they, you know, at 10 and 25 this season, not where they want to be. It's probably around the same record that they had 35 games into the last season. In fact, a year ago at this time, January 1, the team was 10 and 27. So they're about on pace from exactly where they were a year ago. And look, if the Rockets are going to be better, then either Kevin Porter's got to get better or someone better than Kevin Porter's got to get in the building. And I feel like the first, um, like it's that first moment of the year was kind of a knockdown for him. But he was suspended for that next game against the Sixers. And then right the very next game he returns, hits that game winner against the Wizards on January 5th. And that really got him back in the good graces of the fan base for the team. And it, and it went to show you that there is a lot of talent there that is worth investing in. And I feel like over the past year, we've really seen the growth of Kevin Porter Jr. And I feel like where he is today is much better than where he was a year ago leaving the arena. And whether or not that means he's going to be the long-term guy here in Houston, still, that's a question I think that we'll have a much better answer to in 2023. Um, and this time a year from now, heading into 24. And I feel like with Kevin Porter, he got that extension this year. And it still is, it, it's incentive laden just everywhere. And he really can't earn all of the $82.5 million that he got unless he performs. And so that's what 2023, probably the biggest year for anybody on this roster, it's Kevin Porter Jr. Um but to kind of go through the motion, you know, there was not a lot of winning in January, not a lot of winning in February, except at the All-Star break. We had we had Jalen Green in the dunk contest. That was a moment that I think we'd like to forget. But that happened at the All-Star break. Um, and on top of that, uh, but the night before was the Rising Stars Challenge. And Al P and Jay Sean Tate were part of that winning team at the Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, that was this year, guys. That was the 2022. And it's hard to believe because Jay Sean Tate hasn't been seeing a whole lot of action in 22-23. But Alperen Shangun has, uh, has definitely grown into his role uh, with the Rockets. And I, I really – that was not necessarily – one of the sign that that specific game, that specific weekend, that specific moment, but it, it's a sh- it's a sign that shows he is one of the rising stars in the league, and there is a lot behind him. There's a lot going for him, and I am excited to see what 2023 has in store for a guy like Alp. And I hope we can see a little bit more of Jay Sean Tate too. I think I think he would agree with that as well. Um, but yeah, the Rockets had a good 
all-star weekend. A lot of representation in that in that Rising Stars game should get a lot of representation this year too. I'm expecting Jalen Green to be back in there. I'm expecting Shengun to go back. I'm also expecting Jabari Smith to make an appearance. Maybe we'll get Tari Eason there as well. That would be four Rockets in the Rising Stars Challenge. I think that I think that's a very doable um, amount of players, and it could be the league lead for uh, Rising Stars. Um, most teams don't have four eligible players for the Rising Stars Challenge, but it's still a sign that the Rockets have a lot of young talent in the building and some of the league's best. We should be uh, agreeing with that. So, you know, on to February, not a lot of winning. March, uh, we didn't see a whole lot of winning either, but the Rockets, they picked up a win here on March 9th that I want to discuss. Um, it was a 139-130 win against the Lakers um, in overtime. Uh, an opportunity of growth for the Rockets uh, in that in that game. 32 points from Jalen Green. He really, really showed out in that one. Josh Christopher had 21 off the bench. Kind of crazy thinking about it now with Josh Christopher and kind of how his trajectory has slowly declined or maybe not so slowly declined in the second half of the year. Um, but there's a lot of talent here with Josh Christopher. And that's the thing is like, there's almost a surplus of talent because there's so many guys that are getting minutes over a guy like Josh Christopher. And that's only going to continue in 23 because we've got another pair of first round picks coming in. One could be Victor Wembenyama. That's something that we need to think about as well. Or Scoot Henderson, another, you know, potential all-star point guard of the future for the Rockets. And so, we're only going to get more talented as this rebuild goes. And a lot of people that might be impatient with the rebuild, it's understandable, but at the same time, keep in mind, this team is only going to get better as time goes on. Uh, March 21st, another win, a uh, season sweep of the Washington wizards. Um, maybe Christian Woods last great moment as a rocket. Um, Christian Wood. I want to say this was actually one of the final games he played with the Rockets because he didn't play a whole lot in the latter part of the season. And he had, this was the game where he just couldn't miss for whatever reason. He was just on another one against the Wizards in this March matchup. And it was just so fun to see that because with Christian, when Christian Wood came in in 2020, there was a lot of upside with him and I feel like some of it was seen, but ultimately it, it turned out to be just not enough. And, you know, he played, he played only three more games after this for the Rockets, but his stat line on this night, 39 points on 14 of 18 shooting, made eight, eight triples on nine attempts, and also grabbed 10 boards for that double-double in an 18-point victory for the Rockets, one of the largest of the season. In fact, might have been the largest of the season uh, in terms of points. Um, yeah, I, I believe so. I'm not seeing another win that's bigger than 18 on the schedule. So a uh, big win for the Rockets there. One of the last ones they'll get on the season. But, you know, that was certainly a, a very fun night for the Rockets. Um, they did pick up a pair of wins that weekend against the Portland Trailblazers and then lost their last uh, seven games, but those last seven games, um, we were taught, you know, there was a lot of chatter about it. Cause this is when Jalen green 
really starts to step, to step up. Uh, his final couple of games in in 2022, in that 21-22 rookie campaign, uh, was some of the best basketball, probably the best basketball we've seen from Jalen Green in his nearly 100 games with the Rockets. Um, you know, he had, so the final couple of games, he had 30 on March 28th, 32, March 30, April 1st, 33, April 3rd, 31, April 5th, 22. I'm pretty sure he was really close to a record. Um, and he missed out on the last game against the Raptors. He only had eight points that game. But I mean, look, to have five consecutive games as a rookie of 30 or more is mad impressive. And then, of course, in the season finale against the Hawks, drops a career high 41. And I think this was a time, yes, it was garbage time games in the season. We were playing a lot of teams that also weren't playing for a whole lot. So it what there wasn't a whole lot of weight on the game, but Jalen Green proved in that point that there is a superstar there. And it wasn't just talk. It was it was actual we can see it on a basketball court. And he's and he's look, those those last couple of games was some of the best we've seen from Jalen Green. And while we haven't necessarily seen him get to that level at any point during this season, he's still averaging 21 points a game as a not even 21-year-old person. Yeah, Jalen Green turns 21 in the year 2023. And to think that he will turn 25 in the year 2027, and that may not even be his prime, we've got a lot of Jalen Green coming our way, and it's going to be a real, real fun ride the longer we stay on it. It's going to only get better from here, y'all, especially when it comes to Jalen Green. So the Rockets, they wrap up the season. Uh, we can breathe a little bit because it's over. And then we go into the following season. We'll, we'll fast forward to the lottery. Um, the lottery comes up. Um, there's kind of a three-horse race for that number one pick, and it's between the – Magic, the Thunder, and the Rockets. The Rockets end up with the third pick. And while this was a, there was a good news and bad news. The good news, you get one of the top three. And there was a massive drop-off between three and four in this draft. But you wish you had number one, because then you could have had your pick of the loot. And I think had they had their pick of the loot, they probably would have gone with Paolo Bancaro. And in, uh, in going into that draft, it seemed very likely Paolo Bencaro was coming to the Rockets. And that could have put the Rockets on a totally different trajectory. But Orlando said, nope, that's our guy. Don't care what any of the reports said. None of that. We have kept this secret so tight-lipped. Paolo's our guy. Thunder take Chet Holmgren. The Rockets, they settle, and I say settle loosely, but they get Jabari Smith. And Jabari Smith has proven to be um, a very promising player, a guy that is, in my opinion, definitely part of the next great Rockets team. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about Jabari um, in in a little bit later on the show. But um, they also go out, they get Tari Eason with that 17th pick. They get Ty Ty Washington with the 29th pick as part of a trade where they send Christian Wood to Dallas. So that was, uh, you know, they, they said goodbye to Christian. 
This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wood. They got that first round pick that netted them, um, they that netted them Ty Ty Washington, and ultimately for Christian Wood it was timed, especially with Jabari Smith coming in, with Aparan Shangun also becoming a player that you need to give more minutes to, and it was just a matter of time. And ultimately, I think it was best for the Rockets, it was best for Christian Wood, it was best for Dallas. It was a win-win trade all around because I think everyone is in a better spot than they were before uh, before the trade. So ultimately, Rockets move on from Christian Wood. They get Ty Ty Washington. And now you've got another second straight year of a really promising rookie class. Um, this one headlined by Jabari Smith Jr., who's only uh, just over 19 years old. And at this point, look, Jabari Smith obviously – Started off a little bit slower. I think a lot of people were wanting Paolo over Jabari. Very easy to compare the two because they were in the same draft. Top three in the same draft. But ultimately, the Rockets had no choice in the matter, right? So there's no real animosity behind the decision makers in this process because the Rockets picked the best player available when they could. And Jabari Smith was exactly that. And I think what we're seeing, it, it took him a little bit of time, and I still think there are going to be some uh, bumps in the road when it comes to Jabari Smith in 2023, but there's enough there that keeps you intrigued, especially on the defensive end. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how Jabari Smith takes another step um, in 2023. And the, to think that he's only 19 and that he won't be 20 until the offseason um, is going like – he is extremely young and he's extremely promising and I hope that he can stay healthy. That's my biggest concern. He, you know, he's, he's been really good so far at staying healthy. He's only missed one game so far in the rookie season. Um, but he has been proving himself to be um, worthy of that top three pick that the Rockets used on him. And so the, cause in summer league, Jabari didn't look so hot. Um, but I, thought Tari Eason had a fantastic summer league um, and it only invigorated, you know, I've been on, I, I love to say that I've been on Tari Eason since before he was in Houston 
Like that was a, that was a guy that I had my eye on. I was like, that is someone I want on my team. That is someone that belongs in Houston and Rafael Stone and the front office. They read my mind. They, they picked up what I was putting down and Tari East became a rocket. And I feel like with Tari, another guy that I feel could be on this next great rockets team. And the great thing about him is that he can fill in a lot of different roles. He can come off the bench. Um, he hasn't started yet, but I'd love to see him get a chance to um, maybe at some point down the line this season. I wonder how he would fit in with that first unit. I know he brings a lot of energy off the bench, and that's why he comes off the bench. But we'd love to see him get a chance to start and maybe see how that fits um, going into next season with another, you know, another big top pick coming in. I feel like we w- we could see a lot of different combinations and there's some with Tari in that starting lineup that I think are worth exploring. Um, Tari's averaging eight points, eight, 8.4 points per game and 5.1 rebounds so far in 2022. And I think that that doesn't really give him the, the full justice. You know, he's not necessarily a player that everything shines in the box score, but he has good box score numbers too for a guy that's you know only averaging about 19, 20 minutes off the bench. So ultimately, Atari's a hustle guy, and he's a guy that's that's going to get you uh, those those dirty plays. And those are the kind of players that I just gravitate towards. Um, a lot like Jay Sean Tate, but a little bit bigger. And that is always always important, especially with where the league is going in terms of how um, you know bigger players are becoming more prolific ball handlers getting a guy like Tari Eason in, in, in the rebuild, in the move, in the ascent towards in 22, 23. Uh, now we kind of go into the regular season a little bit. Obviously the Rockets once again struggled out of the gate, only winning one of eight in the first month of the season in October. Um, but there were some competitive games. Like that's the difference I feel with this team and uh, last year's team is that we're seeing the team a little bit more competitive in these games. Um, even if they're not necessarily winning a whole lot of these games, um, you know, they're not getting blown out as often as we used to see. So that is a welcome sign that I hope continues in 23, except I would like to see a couple more wins instead of losses for the, uh, you look at some of these losses that they could have won um, in, in the, in the latter half of 2022, uh, you know, they, they had that game in LA against the Clippers where Paul George hits that game winner. Uh, the Rockets had a, that was a winnable game for the Rockets. They couldn't get it done. Um, then you had the Indiana game where you go out on November 18th, they go out to, uh, like 20 to five run to start the game and kind of fizzled throughout with that offense. Um, and then you have just a couple of, just a couple of weeks ago, you know, this, this loss against Orlando at home, um, you have the loss against Miami, like those, those games are all winnable. Um, and they, they just couldn't get the job done Dallas when they came here last week. So, um, you know, you would like to see those losses turn into wins, but I feel like that is something that will come with time. And that is something that will come with a little bit more experience and, you know, just less mistakes. You know, that's another thing with this Rockets team that really hasn't changed throughout the year is that they, they love to turn the ball over. 
They love to have those lapses on defense in transition sometimes. They, they, just, they just can't figure out how to play 48 minutes of consistent basketball. And that's something that hopefully needs to change uh, in 2023. But looking back on some of the positive moments that we've seen so far, um, that win against Orlando, I could probably, you know, briefly touch on everyone we've had because there have only been 10 and we don't have, you know, a ton of time left. But I'll briefly touch on all of these wins so far. Uh, the first win against Utah, um, first win of the season. Um, that was a fun little win. Kevin Porter had 26, 10 rebounds, four assists, real good all around game for him. Um, and then you have that win against Orlando. I was in attendance for this one uh, where they just couldn't miss from the three-point line. It was really nice to see that. Wish that that would continue at some point, um, but it, it shows that this team is capable of making shots. Um, it's just they just choose not to, I feel. Um, maybe we'll see that, you know, kind of progress back to the mean because I feel like the offense – I think the offense has been like dead last in the last – 10, 15 games in terms of uh, offensive rating. But that wasn't necessarily the case um, in the Atlanta win back on November 25th where they came back from down 20 or something along those lines. In the second half, they got that win. Uh, Jalen at 30 points. KJ, 15 boards in that game. KPJ, 10 assists. They got that win against Oklahoma City the next night. They had that back-to-back wins, big, crucial wins to come down the stretch there in November. Um, You also had that win at Phoenix, that come-from-behind win against Phoenix. Jalen dropped 30 in the win. And then you beat Philly in double overtime on December 5th. Another big win for that team, James Harden coming to town. Um, And you had all of that. It was That was a fun stretch of games. Uh, You had the win against Milwaukee on December 11th the win against Phoenix on December 13th. And really since then, you know, they had that win against Chicago earlier this week, but since then the Rockets have have been kind of in a slump. Uh, after that Phoenix win, they really haven't been the same. And I really hope that they can find the early part of December Rockets and apply it into 2023. But, you know, one thing I said, I mentioned James Harden with that Philly thing, and that's the last thing I want to discuss uh, going into the end of the show because obviously it's the, it's the only calendar year so far where James Harden has not been with the Rockets since 2011, right? This is, this is the first year where we have never, we have not seen James Harden in a Rockets uniform. And it might be the only one because these rumors of him possibly coming back in 2023. And I feel like this is going to be a storyline that we love to toy with as free agency looms in the summer. Um, it's probably something that we won't necessarily talk about every episode, but we might come up a little bit here, a little bit there. Maybe around the trade deadline, maybe around the end of the season, going into that off season where we don't have much else to talk about except for speculation and rumors and what's happening next. And that could be what happens next. You know, I, I think I mentioned on the show when it first came up, you know, every hardened rumor that has you know, kind of trickled down the pipeline has come true. You know, um, when he said, when there were rumors that he wanted out of Houston and he was denying it, it was true. When there was rumors that he wasn't liking how Brooklyn was working and he denied it, it was true. Same with, uh, you know, 
and then eventually like getting that trade, wanting to get out of there. He got that trade. He got out of there. That also happened in the year 2022, believe it or not. You know, that's just like looking back on the year, it's flown by. But at the same time, you look back and you're like, wow, that was this same calendar year. And now we're flipping the year to 2023. And I think looking back on this year, we can, you know, a lot of difficult losses, but there were some positives. And I hope that listening to this episode of the Dream Take, the final one of 2022, can get you um, a little bit of joy and remembering the great things that happened in this year. Because not all of it was all that bad. I mean, maybe they didn't win a ton of games, but there were some good moments. Um, and I hope that you have a great uh, end of your year. One final Rockets game, they do play the Knicks on New Year's Eve. That tip-off is set um, for, I want to say it's a 7 o'clock start, 7.30 maybe, 7 o'clock Eastern time. So that's 7 Eastern, 6 Central time, an hour earlier for New Year's Eve to get everyone home safe and excited for the new year. 2023, it's going to be a big year for us here at the Dream Take. A lot of exciting Rocket stuff. Really excited about it. Uh, You can catch the recap of the December 31st game against the Knicks on January 1st. We're going to go all the way back a whole year to talk about a game, which is crazy. But it's also just one day. So Mike will be on the mic for that. I'll try to jump in if I can for the Rockets next recap on January 1st. And then after that, the Rockets, uh, they have a couple days off, I believe, going into this new year. Um, And by a couple, I mean one, because they play Monday against Dallas, the final game of the Dallas uh, season series uh, on January 2nd. Um, And then they go at New Orleans on Wednesday, the first game we've seen with New Orleans this year, I believe. And then you've got Utah, the second night of a back-to-back on Thursday at home. And then Saturday, a week from, or excuse me, a week from Sunday, a week from New Year's Eve. Again, another six o'clock central start against the Minnesota Timberwolves. So a good little stretch of games here. Um, Some challenges, Luca again, the New Orleans is playing really well, but a couple winnable games too at the end of the week. Um, so I'm hoping the Rockets can just be competitive like they have been this first part of the year and just keep it rolling in 2023. This has been another episode of the dream take presented by the dream shake home of all things, Houston Rockets at espionation.com. This is the perfect place to park the rocket ship because this is the end of the year and the rocket ship will take a break and will relaunch the 2023 rocket on the next episode of the dream take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the dream take and at dream SBN. Be also on the lookout. If you're on Facebook for our Facebook page, give us a like over there, head to our website as well. The dreamshake.com home of all things, Houston rockets at SBNation.com. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner, J E R E M Y B R E N E R. Have a safe, happy and pleasant New Year, and until next time in the new year, go Rockets.